Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Chromecast. My name's Joe, joined here today by Robbie. Hey, what's up? And Gabriel. He teases me. He looks at me and then he says, I was staring him down. He's like a quarterback. I was staring him down. Hi, Robbie. Oh, sorry. And we got Paul and we got Dan. Uh, Some of you who watched the the video version, or if if you just listen, you might notice that we don't have Andy Cam. Yeah. We're big sad about it. We are. But Andy Cam has moved to more of a a contracted role. And he's still editing the podcast. At least he's editing this week. Last week I edited it. And I missed having Andy Cam. <laughs> Fair enough. Last week, we filmed the wide shot right here on a Pixel 7 Pro with Filmic Pro. A great idea in concept. And I clicked into the app and chose 30 frames per second. 30. False. 30 uh, was what I thought it would be. It was. It was. The Sony, who I put at 30 frames per second, was at 29.97. Is that so, the thing? And Everything then, uh, was wrong. Yep, they're not the same. And they have twenty three point nine seven. So as well, if you right? were yeah, so if you were watching, yeah. if you were watching the video and notice like on longer clips of the wide angle, you might notice if you watch real closely towards the end of those longer clips, our our voices and mouths were just barely off. Probably no one noticed. I'm probably the only one who noticed. Probably. But I got. I had to basically. I had to chop and then move, pull the audio back up on the camera clip. Make sure it was lined up at least at the beginning. The end would be off. And then I had to purposefully like make a bunch of cuts to make sure that I could. Yeah. So I was cutting back to this camera probably more than we would was, have on those scenes. So. It's uh, suboptimal. Hey, 
you know, we made it happen. At one point, I was just like, I'm just not going to do this. Like, <laughs> we're just, we're just putting out a, a we're just putting out a an, an audio version. Yeah. I which, remember when I learned about that because I didn't know that that was like a yeah, thing. Because like the like, project, man, this bit, it's lined up, but then yeah. you get to the end and it's not, and it's like, mm. yeah, you would, yeah, it's, it's annoying because it, the project, the way the project is set up, the project was we're you know setting everything up at 30 frames per second so the one or that it was 29.97 so the, right. the, you would think a second is a second but when the projects are rendering it out it's i still don't totally get it but it is what it is because yeah, the project probably forcing that the project is is forcing each frame into 30 right. 29.97 frames right. per second so then the other clip sitting on top of it that is actually 30 it's it's cramming it in there and right. there's more frames than right than space yeah so anywho it's all that's, very that's what's up technical we've thought about i've thought about uh for some versions of the uh podcast like when we were in new york for example of some episodes that we just want to turn quick uh little update type uh episodes we've talked about doing like a quick little news roundup type thing yeah. Uh, just do audio on those and let the video be, you know, some more stuff and extra things that we Mm -hmm. add in. True. Um, but anywho, that's where we're at. We are using a different camera this week. We have our old return. It is technically our old camera that we used for filming back when we were, uh, in probably in year one, like late, late year one, 18, 19, 2017, 2018. And, uh, once 2019 came, we were using all our own stuff. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is the Sony a seven. We're going to roll with it today. Two. <laughs> no, that's the original. That's I did check. Oh, it's not two. It is. It is the one. Oh, I it's the original A7S. Huh. Yep. Well, that's weird. Yep. So I think we, I don't know, we whenever we got ours, back we, in time. we skipped the version. <laughs> uh, okay. So, how's y'all's coffee today? <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Quite good. I, I was had, kicking around the idea of not making one, and then Robbie I, had some very, very strong logic that he shared with me, right. and I decided to go ahead and make one. I wish I would have made a cup, and I didn't. Make one and, I'm, and I'm regretting it, and I think I might. You know, I'm not an afternoon cup of coffee kind of guy. It makes me jittery and anxious, and normally can't sleep. But you know, sometimes like, I'm it just ready calls for it. it. <laughs> some some days you just gotta have some extra coffee. You're leaving for the weekend, right? I am. Go so ahead. I'm trying to. Yeah. <laughs> Drink that coffee. I'm not gonna walk out. I'm not gonna be here to bug these uh, guys. I'll be coming up yeah. with all sorts of new business ideas on the drive. Um, I'll be I'll be making Google notes to myself. I'm going home, eat more brisket. Yeah. Swipe. Get out of text here. Away. <laughs> yeah, just, hey guys, have you all thought about what? Uh-huh. Like, hey, the, my electric. For the next three days, you huh. do not exist. My wow. electric truck or electric vehicle YouTube channel was definitely that. Had a little bit too much caffeine and <laughs> rocking and rolling, bro. I'm I'm 100 on board with what I think we were it talking could be about really yesterday. Fun. I really I think, think uh, really a fun. certain a certain automobile dealer here Auto-mobile. in town let us, would let us, be really down with that. Let us know. Let us know uh, on Twitter at Chromeboxed. Would you be interested in Chromeboxed doing? electric vehicle yeah. content not just no. not separate just channel, yeah separate, not separate just brand. electric vehicles but like just the tech involved in because right. there's so many different i mean you've right. got your you know your standard run-of-the-mill electric vehicles but there's lots of different tech around all yeah. that stuff so yeah there's some there's some really cool stuff and gabe used to work in the in the in the car business and i've always liked and research vehicles and and, and i also drive cars <laughs> Bobby drives cars. i have bought vehicles hey, you're excited you're yeah. excited about an upcoming I'm super EV. Pumped about yeah. the uh, yeah the honda prologue i love the name too yeah it's going to be their first uh manufactured electric it's vehicle in looking. the states yeah it's 
I do want to drive Rover yeah. vibe to it, mm-hmm. but Landon was looking at it and he saw it's got a third row seating, so it's going so to be a little bigger, considerably yeah. larger vehicle than what yeah. I drive. So I it's, it's drive. more of an SUV, not a crossover. Want, yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, I want to yeah. drive the Hyundai though. I really do. The Ionic, what's their Ionic, EV? The Ionic, Ionic Five, Ionic 5 think, Yeah. So um, Kia's, what's Kia's? Uh, uh, I've seen the commercial. I can't. Yeah, remember I don't remember. Everybody's coming out with them now. No, it's coming. It's great. You know, I'm like, "Mm, I'll I'll be way more interested in it in the next year, probably as they actually start arriving. Like, yeah, the the idea that you know, I don't know if Hyundai or Kia are building on uh, GM's. um, What is the name of it? Um, Yeah, gone it. Always forget it. Ultium, Uh, the Ultium battery slash frame slash. Platform. Platform. Foundation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's the whole deal. Honda's actually the prologue that I, that I would like to get uh, in 2024. They announced it'll be on Ultium as well. Because a lot of these uh, foreign manufacturers don't really even have plans yet. Like Honda didn't really have a yeah. plan to move forward with electric vehicles at this point. And I know Toyota's still in that same boat. So, you know, GM comes along and says, hey, remember we saw Ultium announced at, 20, at CES 2020. And it was kind of like, mm, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like it's going to be GM's yeah. battery or whatever, but it's turning into a thing where it probably is going to be the baseline for all non-Tesla yeah. EVs that are built in America, at least. Um, and so I think that's a good thing. Um, standardizing some of this stuff is the way to go. Like, it, imagine a world where we had all different engines and the gas station you stopped at, you weren't sure if the gas right. worked in your vehicle because there's like eight types of gas. That is terrible. Yeah. That's a terrible infrastructure. And so we're kind of there right now with... There's all these different charging standards and stuff. Uh, Tesla owners and Tesla superchargers, they're in a good spot. But everybody else right now is just kind of this weird, because there's a, a, a Chevy uh, uh, Volt EUV that I looked at. It's the same size, basically, as my, my uh, HRV. And they had some sort of government-mandated reduction on the price. So, like, the 2022 model of that thing, I think, still is, like, 24000 or $26,000 yeah. brand new. Yeah. You'd go over to the lot and buy it. But it's not built on Ultium. It's a built on a generation or two older battery tech. And it's like, yeah. do I really want to get in bed with a, a vehicle for the next five to ten years that's built on tech that may not just be right. widely supported? Because they could just be like, hey, it, it, it's a, the Ultium chargers won't work with these. Sorry. You have to charge it at home or whatever. And like, and then the resale value is going to go. Yeah. And so I'm just like, eh, I'm going to wait till if I'm going to get something that's not a Tesla, I'm going to get one that's. Ultium, yeah, um, just mm-hmm. so that it's part of the what well, seems like it's going to be the bigger standard because GM's already announced the Equinox, the Blazer. There's a third one too, a uh, smaller one. I don't know. Um, they've got the GMC Sierra, Sierra, uh, whatever. The, what the is the top version Denali, of the Sierra? I think. Yeah, yeah, the Denali Electric. Um, I don't know what Ford's doing. I'm not sure if Ford's. I mean, building they've had the Ultium. Lightning, the electric. I don't. But, I but think it's I, stuff, they're, from, yeah. they're building their own batteries and stuff. I would assume yeah. they're building their own. That's true. They got the Ford yeah. plane coming in here, so. so I guess they're doing their own thing. I hope they work together to where these chargers are, because that's part of the problem. What I've read online is that you get outside of Tesla and a lot of these charging stations, like software updates aren't there. The the station didn't work. Like, yeah. And so, I mean, it's not like it's you've like, got 20 to choose from. Right. You might not have another one for another 50 miles. So right. it's like, yeah, that's, that's that's a scary thing to me. Like, I'm not interested in getting involved. That's why involved I feel like hybrid stuff, technology yeah. is still more sustainable right now. I mean, the future of electric cars is bright. And I, I mean, as long as it's sustainable for, like, the planet and stuff, I, I definitely think that's the way it's going to go. But Toyota leaned heavily into hybrid. I think at one point in time, 
I think Whatever. they're in. I think they had a hybrid of every vehicle. Oh, yeah. they, made. they were all about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And they had their hydrogen tech there for a little while. Well, too. <laughs> did you see uh, Hyundai Australia somewhere? I think it was Australia. They just launched retail the first hydrogen power yeah, car a couple weeks ago and where do you get hydrogen to put in it at a hydrogen pump <laughs> hydrogen pump <laughs> duh where do you think yeah. like, if you're gonna have hydrogen you need to put something in that dude yeah. that separates water and gives me the hydrogen out of water so i put water maybe in my, in my it, car know, maybe, and it runs yeah. on water but that's i mean it's 100 percent full clean burning and all that stuff yeah i, I, I think the uh the, the steam pump i'm seeing i my thing with with these electric vehicles and and maybe even trying to get into a space where we create content around it is you see a lot of uh tech you know creators who are getting you know these vehicles to review yeah and i think it's because these manufacturers are realizing like so many uh i think of at least the early adopters on tesla and on a lot of these other electric vehicles are people that are fairly you know yeah more technically yeah yeah exactly and so uh i think we could maybe provide some value there and and also having a little bit of some car background Mm -hmm. uh could be really a different sort of take that maybe others aren't uh i was with ford when they launched their first the c-max Oh yeah! No, oh, they yeah. still make them or not? Oh, let's find one of those and do a Hideous. review of that. <laughs> no, horrible, horrible! Yeah. But they—I mean, we had it's a, like a melba toast of vehicles. We yeah. had a slew of people come in from Fort Knox and buy them because Fort Knox was the first place around here to have a, uh, yeah. a charger. Uh, Nissan uh, Swope Nissan had one on their lot, but then uh, Fort Knox put in like ten of them up yeah. there. And we had a ton of people because back then you could get the big rebates and all that oh, stuff yeah, and sure. everything, but remember having a uh, first customer coming in needing a battery replacement it was like eh, you want to just go ahead and buy a new one because yeah. it's going to be about the same <laughs> yeah that, and that'll be that'll be key too because there's been these horror stories going around of people needing battery replacements yeah. on electric cars and it costs more than a vehicle and it's like sure hopefully stuff like ultium and you know even if ford has their own thing if it's done on at scale you know yeah. like it's not as big of a replacement versus what right. the the stories that are going around now. Yeah, there, there's some kinks that have to be worked out sure. for sure. But I'm gonna get me a Tesla, and, that's, and I'm put some solar panels on yeah. top of it. Yeah, sure. You yep. See that guy that he, yep. he does like all these 1,400 t- miles or something. Is that the one you're talking about? He did 1,800, but 18. he had a he basically rigged a generator in yeah. the back of his Tesla, and, mm-hmm. and it would crank while he's driving down the road, generate electricity, and push it back. He made it 1,800 miles without a charge. I mean, it, but he said it was horribly loud and an <laughs> awful experience. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, the day Can't do it. It seems futuristic, but the day will come where we, you know, we come up with some sort of fully self-renewing energy source and that was you get in your car and you just drive and somehow whether it's solar or whatever yep. hydrogen yeah. splitting atoms you know, <laughs> quantum theory stuff it's, quantum gonna, theory it's just stuff. gonna go forever you know? yeah well, there all right well there you have it there's some, yeah. <laughs> some electric vehicle so thoughts it. it's gonna happen uh, i'm a seasoned car about, guy i know what i'm yeah, talking about that's right <laughs> let's, let's talk about uh let's talk about some chrome west stuff now yeah. uh 107 out and about yeah what's new it is. I'm going to lean to Gabe on uh, that. A lot more. He, he wrote the article, and I was, what was I doing that day? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, There's a bunch of stuff going where on. Where were you? We, we were filming somewhere. something, I think. I don't remember where what it was. You weren't in the office that morning. Uh, hmm. Who knows? This, we'll never know. This week has been a blur. Yeah, we'll never know. It's been a weird week. Um, but anyway, yeah, because I remember writing it and thinking, because I wrote Chrome 107 last week, and there wasn't really much, um, much in Chrome 107, and... As far as we knew, I really wasn't expecting much out of Chrome OS 107, but no. there were uh, 
quite a few things that off the top of my head I can't really seem to think of right it was, now. It but was really great. Yeah, um, there was, was there. super Good stuff. awesome, but this things. week has been so just all over the place. I've driven like 250 miles this morning already because <laughs> I've been back to my house three <laughs> pull times. Up, and pull up the article. Let's I'm, uh, I'm pulling see what we up. get. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's I, my yeah, birthday today, so I shouldn't have to know anything. That's, just, that's not it. true. If you're listening to this, it is not his birthday. That's right. Yesterday He's a liar. my birthday right now, though. Because you're a liar. It's my birthday now. At at this current moment, we yeah, write a lot of things. Uh, Here it we is. do, we do. Uh, yeah, there we go. Good content right. off. Oh, camera framing. There we go. So yeah. let you scroll this. You'll probably okay. remember them. Hey, I, wrote, yeah, read I think this. I know hey, the guy I that think, wrote this. Hey, who wrote this? You've been looking up lenses. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. That's that. That's that locality thing. Yeah, I guarantee exactly he has. I one hundred percent have from our IP address. Yeah. So it's like I bet you might like this you too. You like this stuff too, don't you? Wrong. Anyway, wrong Google for Sony top portrait lenses from. It doesn't even say where it's from, so it's probably yeah. from Sony. Anyway, camera framing. So Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. Didn't expect this until 108, but if you have a device that is capable or the camera is capable, it does uh, framing. So when you're in the camera app or Google Meet, anything that's using the camera, whether it's photo or video, there will be a little extra setting in your settings menu that shows up only when the camera is open. You click it, it will zoom and center you in the frame. And Find your face, uh, puts it in the middle. Yeah, so I updated the HP, the Dragonfly, and clicked it, and sure enough, it does it. it's not dynamic. You click it, it does it once. I'm hoping that future updates will allow it to move with you. But uh, it's I'm, I'm, this is probably geared towards people that are sitting at a desk. They're taking a call. They click it. It's centering their face. And it worked really well. Plus, yeah. the HP has a better than average camera on it, which doesn't hurt. So, yeah. Uh, lock lid without sleep. I had to ping Robbie about this one because I was like, <laughs> I thought that was sense. already a thing. So, you, your device, you can set it to lock when you close the lid. But when you do that, it's still going to go to sleep eventually or power off depending on which settings you have. So, this is going to be geared towards enterprise devices. Uh, if you're running an SSH server or you're doing something that you want your device to continue doing what it's doing, uh, you'll have to have the settings set correctly. But when you close the lid, it will lock it for security purposes while still allowing whatever background stuff to con- continue running. So what was it? You had uh, remote desktop, I think. Was yeah. Like, and that would be for Chrome OS because remote desktop, <clears throat> remoting into a Chromebook, if you really stop and think about it for a second, doesn't even make any sense. No. Uh, Cause it's like, it's all well, why, why you would are. you want to set that up? <laughs> if you had a Chromebook to remote into your other Chromebook, just sign in and all your stuff's there. Right. So that's silly. Um, but you can do it for remote help. Um, so I mean, for those situations, it would kind of work, but it's that same idea. Like the if you needed access to that device with the lid closed, um, or even you know if if you had something running where uh, you could you could remote it and ping it to do something. So that's where SSH comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you don't have to leave it open and mm-hmm. the screen going all the time. You can just shut it down. And yeah. And you think about like developers and stuff that might be running like headless programs and stuff on their end. They mm-hmm. can have a Linux window open, run that, you know, headless server, close the lid, walk away, and it's going to keep doing what it's doing. And the company's not going to shut down and fall apart. <laughs> like, man, Jim closes his Chromebook again. The company just went down. So. Anyways, uh, the rest of it is, uh, well, we'll get to the, the I'll let Rebby, Rob, Rebby, Rebby, if you missed that, that was in last week's episode. It's Rebby's uh, birthday. <laughs> recent file filters, uh, it's a, it seems minimal, but it's really, really useful. So when you open the files app, there's a recent tab at the top. You click that and it shows you obviously recent files that you've had open or used or downloaded whatnot they've just added a filter across the top so you can filter images documents whatever super handy especially if you're in the habit of downloading a lot of photos and things like that and you're like oh i just need to find this pdf click it you filter i will say pre uh holding space or tote or whatever they're calling it now i yeah. used it all the time because yeah. that was the easiest way to get to the right. stuff that i was just now messing with I mean, I wear out the holding space yeah. now. I mean, it's constant uh, between it and the ability to see my photos from my phone. Like, yeah. I just never even bother with the files picker anymore for that kind of stuff. It's so awesome. All right, it went away, but the ad before that was a Chevy Silverado ad. Just saying. <laughs> it's listening. It wasn't electric. It just, it's listening. Yeah, so. Anyway, all right, Desk. This is probably the biggest one for a lot of people because Desk was a really exciting addition. Uh, Desk essentially just gives you virtual desktops. So you can have different apps open run and different desktops. Uh, you can now save those desktops for later. And if you save them and close them, then you can reopen that desktop mm, later. Right. And all of those apps will reopen in that desktop. Uh, but they've also added a merge option. So if you go into overview mode, uh, the little... It's a little, it looks like the little pages icon on the top row. Yeah. Uh, you click that. It brings you into overview mode so you can see everything that you have open and, and it'll show your desks across the top. There's a close icon, but now there's a merge icon. If you merge it, it will merge it to the desk immediately to the left and then it'll delete that desk, which is super handy because you're like, you know, I want to keep this stuff, but I don't need it in a separate desk anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. And the fact that they keep adding more stuff to virtual desk tells me they, they're seeing metrics that a lot of people use. Yeah, because you, you wrote, did you write the 16 the other day? Mm-hmm. So that's yes, coming. they're adding up to 16 virtual desks Which now. is mind-boggling. But after our, more than I need. Yeah, but. after our trip to Zoic, I know people that might use it. There were guys in there that, had, what, one guy had six monitors set up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it, I th- I use more virtual desks. I'll get like six or seven going if I'm just on my Chromebook. Like right. if I'm at home right. writing and I'm going to Because you don't have that real estate. Yeah. yeah, so I don't want like having WhatsApp and Discord on one page. Like both of the interfaces of those, if I half screen them. Like if I'm on a, on a big like 16-inch Chromebook, no big deal. But if I'm on like a 13-inch Chromebook, it's like, right. eh, I just these need to have their own page. you know. And so I'll just full screen them and put them in a desk and swipe through those. And so it's like, you know, you're lining up all your virtual monitors and just sliding them into view uh it's a whole lot easier to use Mm -hmm. so i could see people getting into 10 12 16 seems like a lot but how are you gonna like remember what all you've got there with 16 i could kind of see it though like if you were if you were in a position where a a workflow where you move like maybe maybe josh uh you know where you deal with a lot of different clients and you need to keep that stuff siloed you're not i mean i could could see that you can in the overview mode you can grab those tests and rearrange them so you can leave them over there and it's like cool i want to work with these i'm gonna grab that over yeah pull these over here yeah I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it. It's it's a super productive It's not like feature. you're necessarily using all of those desks all at once, but there. you could you create them, have them there. Yeah. And yeah, same thing. Like I'm thinking about, uh, 
you know, uh, whenever I was working with a lot of clients at marketing company, like being able to have those kind of mm-hmm. that workflow set up on that desk and, oh, now when I'm working with them, pull it yeah. over. And it's that no different than anything else. Like if you've never used it, you need to probably try it out and see. And, and you might figure out like, oh, my God, this is super helpful I've to use this. this. Yeah, It reminds me of like uh, uh, Google's inbox uh, for email. Yeah. Like I remember I pushed back on it for, I don't know, I bet at least a year solid, you know, where I was just like, this is dumb. Like, this is a weird way to look at my email. I don't know about all this. And then finally decided to use it and used it for like three days straight and was like, oh my gosh, how did I miss out on this? And then he embraced it and and they killed it. Later they killed it. (laughs) It, That's still, Spaces was tough, but Inbox is still the most hurtful thing Google ever shut down on me. Robbie wakes up and is sweating at night. (gasps) Where where, where to go? Where to go? Inbox. That's great. I was just using it. And nothing's ever come quite close to it, um, unfortunately. I don't. I don't know. I, it's one of those things I wish they'd bring back. I, yeah. I really wish they'd be like, you know what? It seems like people still, even years later, are really missing this. Let's yeah. let's oh, bring yeah. this back as a a Gmail, you know, add on or right. something. Sure. And just because it, it it wasn't like functionally it didn't do anything different than Gmail does. It just presented Organ- all of the info it. in a very different way. Right. So like, give me a flip switch. Let me just right. let me go to that mode. Right. Uh, call it something else if you want, but just bring back all that stuff. Um, they never they never did. Are you still using your extension? No, no. I just yeah, the cleaned up Gmail is good enough, and I was yep. like, I I got tired of Gmail would change the extension, and yeah, you know, like simplified Gmail is still good. It's a it's a cool thing, but it's like eh, Gmail's got to be fully they've, devoted. They've, they've to. cleaned it up enough that I'm like, okay, I don't. It's just yeah. one less thing I got to think about, and I don't spend that much time in Gmail or in email anyway. Yeah, but try to avoid it. <laughs> I select all delete. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, did you all get that email I sent you? They're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah what email? Sure, what? Sure did. We have emails. <laughs> Oh, I got plenty. Tons of email. So, uh, and in the desk, uh, we mentioned this. So, save desk. So, you save the desk. It actually closes uh, closes it out. But then, when you go back to overview overview mode, you'll see a thing that says saved for later, which is really cool because it shows you how many tabs are open in it and the name of it. And you just click it, and it reopens that desk. Very yeah. handy. So, uh, and this, I'd never heard of this word, uh, diacritics. No. Okay. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, diacritics. If you see, uh, if you see, um, like, I guess a tilde. Well, no, because the tilde There's stands a tilde on. Button. Yeah, that's the tilde. It stands on its own. But if you see uh, letters in other languages that are similar to ours, but they have symbols attached to them, or they might look weird, like you have the two e's that look like they mm-hmm. kind of had an accident and merged with each mm-hmm. other. Those are just different types of characters from other non-English languages. They've added a. F- it's a flag right now, but if you enable it and you go to a text spot and you press a button on your keyboard and hold it instead of typing that letter five million times, it brings up the diacritic. Uh, keyboard ah, and you can select dope. your you know your a with the schwa over it and stuff like that so huh, if, you, if you do a lot of stuff where you need non-english characters it would be very useful if you don't know you know i mean who has all, the whole unicode library memorized all right no uh, okay. half half i know like, half. i know like three yeah. so anyway <laughs> So yeah, uh, and I think that is about it. Uh, there's probably some other stuff under the hood. I would imagine with uh, beta going to 108, there are probably some flags in 107 that we need to check out and Ooh, play with. Some but, hidden features. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But the 107 itself had a lot of stuff in it that I, we were not expecting at all. So. Yeah, and it's like stuff we've known is in the works or whatever, but they because this 
more frequent update cycle. It's like they just wait till it's ready and then they ship it. Yeah, right. And which is so much better. Yeah. Um, it's it's a little less like pomp and circumstance every time. Sure. Yeah, one oh six. Yeah, like, one oh six was like two weeks late, maybe longer. It was late and there was yeah. nothing in it. Nothing yeah. in it. This one, this one was uh, just a couple of days Which late, so much more on time. Makes me believe that probably some of this stuff was supposed to come in one oh six. I bet. Uh, and they didn't. Sure. They had some issues that didn't work out, so they were just like, "Nah, pull it. We'll fix it by the time one oh seven comes out anyway." Yeah. Just ship 106 so we can move on. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it showed up and it was like, cool, this is like 105. Yeah, there, yeah. Was, there was a bunch of bug fixes, but that was about it. Yeah. Which are always welcome. Right, for sure. Well, we have some more Chrome OS stuff to talk about, uh, but we're going to take a quick break. But before we do that, I want to mention uh, an interview episode that we just put out with Adam King from MediaTek and had a fun chat with him, talked about uh, kind of the roadmap of, of Campagno. And uh, they've put out a new chip in the HP Chromebook X360 13B. There you go. And, uh, he did it. Nailed it. He did the, it. The Companio 1200 in that. And so we were chatting about that and then just some of the some of the ways they're thinking about Chromebook trends and how they work with OEMs. It was just, it was just a fun chat. Uh, I've talked with Victor before, and uh, this is my first time talking with Adam. I think he's relatively new to MediaTek. I think he had said that he had joined the team in like March or something. Oh, wow. So, um, so it was fun, fun chat. Uh, but as part of that interview, we've partnered with MediaTek to give away one of those HPs. Yes. So it is running right now. Don't don't wait. It's a quick one. The Two giveaway, weeks. not the Chromebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's still in the box. It's still in the box. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, yeah, it's going to be a relatively quicker giveaway. Two weeks and go get entered to win. And you could get this, uh, this brand new Chromebook delivered right to your doorstep. And you can open it. Are we giving away or other stuff? Are we giving away the 1200? Or the 1300 version isn't 1380 version isn't it's an out yet. isn't out yet okay that's but it, he also, said it is coming yeah we have one of them uh here so yeah. that <laughs> it's we've got a bunch of devices in here lately yeah. so it's yeah it's coming the, Just, you know, yeah we'll get to it yeah we're, we're we're getting there we're getting there uh and then we also still have our other um our other kind of chromecast uh giveaway our main yeah. channel giveaway so uh if you're watching this on youtube uh which if if you if you we'll ain't go up. check it out look we'll up see where we're, we're at. at like 51 we're, we're coming up on 200 episodes and i nice. thought about just calling it then and we just give the stuff away surprise <laughs> i don't know we'll see uh we're trying to hit 6,000 subs on this youtube channel help us out we're getting it's like we had a big wave of people subscribing and then it's been steady but we're, we're we're getting there yeah, 5.16 right all right now. We're, we're getting there we're getting there when we hit six we're going to give away five lenovo smart clock essentials with alexa and we're giving away a brand new lenovo chromebook duet three how many subs sealed up have? in the box what do we have five point one six okay what, what was the number <laughs> uh the average person has 783 facebook friends right if you share <laughs> if five thousand people share two. share that that's three so that's right. three million people exactly here's the thing easy. those are all made well, up stats but you get the point it's we've easy said this every time but the number of entries how many entries can somebody get like 19 10, or something, 20, like something like that yeah. yeah there are 122,757 yeah. total entries lots of entries even if you divide that by the full 19 that's a lot of people that are entered that didn't and clearly yeah, yeah. that didn't so subscribe so we're gonna please go subscribe. we're gonna remind we're gonna Tell remind people everyone, to go subscribe yeah. we're gonna send out a reminder if you've entered to win just go do it it's easy yeah. Yeah, just click the subscribe button. Yeah. You can unsubscribe later you if you just want. Just unsubscribe to. later if you want. <laughs> if or you get you tired forget. of us, just unsubscribe. Tell your dog to subscribe. He ain't doing <laughs> <right>. nothing. He's <laughs> right. sitting around the house. <laughs> we just want to hit right. the numbers so we can get the damn <laughs> thing away. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we just want to send it out the door. All right. So two giveaways you can get entered to win. Go check them out. Linked down in the show notes and in the video description. Okay. Quick break for an ad, and we'll be right back. 
This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. Uh, let's talk about Steam. Let's, let's talk it. about Steam, Steam. We've got some... Steam engines. We've got some Steam... Steam boats. We've got some steamy goodness up there. Steamboat steam Willie. That's steam old... That is an old. We need to get a new image. Yeah. Oh, that's got. Uh, I was like, the we chick on the left looks familiar. It's what's her name from uh, Walking Dead? Because that's Daryl in the middle. Yeah, it's Daryl in the middle, which is weird. Yeah, I haven't watched Walking Dead in a few years, so I we need to uh, get some fresh photos, huh. some Steam stuff. Uh, so yeah, what's the news? What's 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 new with Steam? What's new? It's in beta. <gasps> As okay. of today, correction. Yes, Steam which? on Chrome OS is in beta and the beta channel so, so is both. is steam also in yes the beta if you read now? yeah if you is read the, the official press release they they reference steam and beta small b mm. in the beta channel capital b so yes Big steam b. has graduated from alpha to beta and it is now in the beta channel of chrome os for eligible devices without any real crazy so tricks and stuff still only 12th 12th gen? No, no, so it's 11th and 12th, but they've expanded to Ryzen, Ryzen. 5 and 7 of the 5. They didn't do 3, Ryzen no. 3, right? No, so it's yeah. just the Probably 5. Idea. Yeah, 5 and 7 from the new 5000 series, 8 gigs of RAM. Oh, uh, they didn't do the 3000 series? Nope. Oh, mm-hmm. dang it. Nope. We don't, do we have any Ryzen 5 and 7s or any? I don't think we do. No, because we got in trouble with Ryzen. But <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> I thought we had one other maybe, one. Maybe not. I don't uh, think so. I was wanting to try just to yeah. be able to go, here it is on Horizon, yeah. here it is on... Uh, yeah. Which we whatever. we have, they are working on support for i3, well... I think I thought i3 got rolled into this too. I don't know. I have, to, gen. I have to look and see because um, I found that commit that said lower end Ryzen 3 and i3 processor. So I did not look and I see. The, if you the, look in the press release in my article, the link's right at the end of the article. It says the specifics on the internals. Um, That's a bug huh. report or bug, bug track. Oh, there's yeah. no video in there, is there? What uh, that was weird. That was. Um, let's see. I'm looking at some of these. Oh, well, they don't. They don't list processors. Yeah, so go to go to that. Will it? Will it? Uh, will it ever come to ARM chips? Mm. Doubt it. That'll be probably not. Likely not. Yeah. Would be my uh, guess. What's the limitation? Um, processing power. Processing power and being at most of these are PC games. A, a lot of the architecture is built around x86, which right. is Intel and AMD chips. Um, and that's on the Steam side. These yeah, are files on, that are originally. Yeah, so you've got PC. most of the games are built for x86. Vulkan and all that stuff is x86. I don't even know if you can get this working on a oh, ARM so chip. Check it out. So uh, with this release, we're adding support for devices with AMD Ryzen 5000 C series, Intel right. 12th gen, and lowering the minimum CPU requirement to i3 and Ryzen 3. Nice. Nice. And Ryzen that's but they wow. they said that in reference to twelfth gen, so I don't I don't know that that necessarily uh, will go right. to eleventh. The gen dope I3s. sauce about that. Well, we can test that though. We've got an i three, don't we? Somewhere uh, we have. Gen. I'm pretty sure we have an eleventh gen i three around here somewhere, yeah. and uh, and a twelfth gen. Nice. I know. Um, 
12th I Gen i3. Back, what was there something I we... I sent a bunch of stuff back recently. Oh, it's the 16-inch the Asus. Yeah, so yeah I was like, I remember you mentioning it recently. So we'll the test dope thing, though, is if, ex- if they've extended that to i3, 12th Gen, that new Lenovo gaming Chromebook, which is geared towards cloud gaming, but still, it's an i3-8128 RGB keyboard. And all that. It's three ninety nine at Walmart. What was the deal with the price on that? Did it go back up for a little bit? And well, then- I, I thought they raised the price. So on Walmart's site, it sh- has a slash through the retail which is like 600 something lenovo's press release said the retail was going to be 599 we were told from google 399 499 whatever so they've been selling it for 399 so it's that's a sale price now walmart sold out of it but in case you don't know this walmart has third-party resellers just like amazon does some reseller bought a truckload of them and was reselling them for 550 dollars okay that went three one yeah the i3 so they bought a bunch of them at 399 they're making a profit whatever corporate america love it capitalism's awesome go for it uh you know do what you got to do but walmart has them back in stock now so you can buy them directly bought and shipped from walmart for 399 so yeah i can't wait to get uh we talked to i talked to our rep at uh, the only one we don't have right they still well well we don't yeah, we got the Asus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm in the process of reviewing it. Um, <clears throat> did we unbox yeah. it? Yeah. I don't think we did. Oh, my gosh. I was <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I took it out Robbie's of the box. like, I'm reviewing it. I'm like, I don't know if we yeah, unboxed it the one. Yeah, that was the one member the other day. I was like, <laughs> did we do an unboxing of this? And we didn't. <laughs> yeah. I thought that we it was already unboxed. But I'm we unboxed the other Asus, right? The one that wasn't the gaming one? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Same. It's same. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so maybe we do an unboxing initial impressions yeah, of exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I pretty much have a review ready. So yeah. So I mean, just, and just unbox just do this it. part of the review. Like just I do put, a video about it. Yeah, it like doesn't I matter put, what we call it. My yeah, post. The Acer is obviously the the standout device of the three. So, but uh, the I've Lenovo is a hard been, value to beat. Really hard value. Well, I, to beat I don't want to. I don't want to off. You know, like say the Lenovo is not awesome. We just haven't had it yet. Right. And they they said they they don't have the review units yet. So. um we, we could always just go buy it, yeah. give it away or something, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, or How's just be patient. You, ha- you all have we'll, we'll get it eventually. No. It's a madness. <laughs> yeah. we'll, get, we'll get it eventually. There's something else I'd rather spend that. Who uh, wants this go. coffee mug? I'm yeah. You can have it. Yeah, there's can, some other crazy thing I'm, I'm we really interested in. We can talk about that. We can talk about that here in a minute. Yeah, so good. Anyway. Um, We're talking about it right now. I don't care. So, <laughs> anyway, Steam. It, Steam. It Let's actually works with gaming, so we could transition. Yeah. So back, but Steam... In addition to moving to beta and the beta channel, you don't have to have any weird token or anything, which it was cool. And they even gave a nod to the, you know, because you would open a, a cross shell and you would put an insert coin and whatever. And it's a little 8-bit arcade game. Which was kind of cool. It, it was, it was cool. Nod. But they did away with that. And all you have to do is enable the flag and it's there. But they have, um, they've done some major improvements under the hood, one of them being... Um, uh, power management so the oh, cp nice. the cpu overhead is a lot lower for vulcan and DirectX now so you're not going to lose the it's going to it's going to manage the power better because there, as they mentioned there's nothing worse than playing a game and then all of a sudden you've got a <laughs> notification that says hey your battery's about to die yeah. and you just lost all your progress uh they've done some work with uh scaling for monitors which is really awesome because that's been one of the issues with steam and it's early con- um early versions was that it was wonky on larger screens the, your mouse wouldn't be in you'd have to find where you were trying to click and, and, but, uh, and, and there's different stuff that they've worked that on. one is super beneficial um, mainly because even though not all chromebooks would necessarily need to ha- enable uh scaling most of them do mm-hmm. if you think right. about it like most chromebooks you look at right now because we have 1080p screens on a lot of 13 14 inch size devices 
if you if you run a 13 or 14 inch device at at full resolution 1080p everything's pretty small on the screen yeah. at native resolution so steam is in the container running native resolution inside of chrome os running at a scaled resolution and so i think they they can make up for that now yeah. uh which is good because it, it's just it was a lot especially on some some of the 14 to 15 inch devices mm-hmm. at 1080p or some of the quad hd screens you run that stuff native that everything on the screen is so itty bitty tiny it was really a strange move back and forth between the os and the and the gaming uh, experience so it's good to see yeah so but and i'm anxious to try it out and see if i can notice the difference between now and what we experienced a few weeks ago because mm-hmm. they said they've they've uh, tweaked the gpu rendering uh obviously support for newer devices they've added some devices to the list the new vero is on the list which is cool uh, that's down acer's little um it's a powerful little green little powerful beast. green devices is, is i do on like there. that chromebook we just got our review unit in so the one that we've had hands-on was a pre-production yeah. so we've got a, a full-blown unit in now that it's in the queue. Mm-hmm. So you know. there, there's a huge change log of uh, stuff that they've tweaked and updated. Uh, that battery notification one was that wasn't showing up when you were in full screen mode. Now it is that way. If you're playing, which if you're playing Steam games, plug your computer. In. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. Just do it. But uh, there might be so. times you're out and about. I did see this. It says Intel 12th Gen Core support. Okay. Were they not? I thought the initial support was for 12th gen no, device. No, it was 11th. Little, yeah, because remember we had a 12th gen. What was the first 12th gen device oh, we got? Yeah, the Flex 5. Yeah, because we tried yeah. using the, the token and it didn't work. And then there was a commit that said there was a different token for. Then there was a super token that would allow any device. That's and, right. I yep, was 11th gens gen. were okay. the first devices to get them. Yep. So that Because the only time I've really tried to install it and install some games and play was on a 12th gen device a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty stinking janky like it was yeah, it was bad good. um and so that's cool to see i mean it's a long list of things that yeah, they have changed they, fixed and they've been putting in some work they have yeah. they um, added 50 new titles to the recommended list which the recommended lists are just ones that they've ter- they've tried they've tweaked some things and they're saying hey these go- these games run well but they- we, we've said it a hundred times with our videos on on the steam deck that we did it felt like we just talked about steam deck a lot for a little while there but they have great it was great on deck i think was yeah. the, with the section of steam when you loaded up the steam deck it was stuff hey we've tested we've tried we know these work really well uh same, it's the same concept mm-hmm. it's all it the reason we talked about steam deck so much is because this steam experience is going to be so similar right in execution to that and yeah, so and, the, and they are with the with the beta opening up they're asking for more people to to join up and play and try and they want your feedback because they can't squash bugs unless they know they're there and a lot of times it may just be as simple as the game developer tweaking something or them just saying oh yeah let's fix this because that thing's not working right and they've made a slew of improvements <laughs> in a very short amount of time mm-hmm. and with more more people on board more uh, hands on deck I mean, we realistically maybe Q two, Q three, C of next year see this a thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was super excited to go try it, so I got the Acer out and and you know (laughs) flipped the flag on. And you know, by the way, there are like eight Borealis flags. Don't Um, touch them. You don't need to mess with those. Just to to enable Borealis, uh, which is the code name for all this. Um, Do we ever figure out where that came from? It's from Half Life. I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent sure. Which like is that. a which is a it's like it's a Valve game. It's a Valve franchise of games that are Perfect, built off yeah. of sort. But Borealis was a ship in one of the nice. uh, one of the games. So that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Uh, but we yeah, may turn or may that not on. Be able to the uh, icon shows up. Click it. Steam install comes up, and then I got an error, and I was yeah. like, "What's this?" And so I tried it. 
restart the Chromebook, tried it again, turned the flag off, turned the flag on, like went through a bunch of stuff and it kept giving me the error. And the game found a thing that said, hey, look, we're rolling this out over the course of, they didn't say how long. Yeah, it said, so they updated their press release after I published the article this morning. It said, note, uh, there's downloadable content that has to be downloaded in the Steam container because it's a container just like uh, Linux is on Chrome OS. So even though you update to 108 on beta, there's still some content that has to be downloaded for the Steam container. So they said it, it in, the, in the coming days. It may it, it it could happen right now. It might be a day or two before. Yeah, I'm going to try it after this podcast. Oh, yeah. Give it a I'm, I'm super right excited now. to see because I, I think that the Acer is going to be a perfect testing bed for this because it does all of the things that they've kind of fixed. Yeah. The 12th gen processor, right. but it's got Iris XE graphics. It's got that 16 thread processor so it's going to be a higher end oh processor. that's right it's the p yeah and so oh yeah plenty of ram so it's like okay it's in a pretty good spot to sh- it should be a good gaming device uh for you know moderate gaming but it's also a really high res screen so it's going to have to see how steam navigates that right. that quad hd screen that clearly needs to be scaled you put 1600p on 16 inches and things are really tiny right if you go down to native resolution so i'm super interested to see how all that works and then we've also got the asus uh, gaming chromebook here and it's a 12th gen i5 as well um similar specs I'm assuming uh, so the dragonfly is on that list i would hope i would think so mm. so yeah i'd like to see how uh i'd like to get one of the what would be one that oh the uh, acer uh, spin 714. Mm-hmm. It's a Core i5 as well, right? Yep. Uh, it's a more standard Core i5, 8256, I think, but it's a 1920 by 1080 screen. We have one of those lying around? Yes, we do. Oh, awesome. So that'll be another good, like, we're going to test this, obviously, and then, you know, get our hands on a Ryzen, you know, chip, do this on an i3, like, really kind of push around and see where all of this falls because I'm super interested because if it's, if it's super awesome on 12th gen chips with, you know, a Core i5 and Iris XE graphics. I mean, what, there's a bunch of Chrome boxes coming. It's going to make a great pairing for yeah. a Chrome box. Mm-hmm. You slap a 12th gen Core uh, Core i5 uh, or i7 device with you know nice fans and 32 you know, gigs of RAM, cram a bunch of RAM in it, put it behind your yeah. TV, and yeah. hook your Bluetooth controller up to or, it, like, or or a little or a little rectangle like loaf of bread type one that has some some RGB lights in it. Just some like, water cooling like the skull, <laughs> what are the skulls the skull yeah. canyon nooks the, yeah. yeah they have those let's just get one of those as a, as a as a chrome box let's just hit up uh, eric at ctl and be like, hey can you hey, just can make you just this make with a scrome uh scrome scrome <laughs> a chrome <laughs> unboxed skull logo you better believe i'm gonna go scrome. buy scrome <laughs> <laughs> And it's just gonna have a, a weird glitchy logo. I just made up a new word, scrome. There scrome. You go. Oh, that was the other thing you mentioned. The flags. There is something that they they've worked on. Uh, initially, when games installed on Steam, they installed it using the whatever disk, whatever uh, file size that Steam reports. So when you go to the library, it'll say, "Oh, this game is seven point eight gigs." Whatever. That's the file size that it allotted. But mm. most games have downloadable content, add-ons, updates, oh, yeah. all that oh, stuff. Right, right. So they've added uh, uh, disk parsing <laughs> and spark, disk parsing and scrums and balloons. Yeah. So <laughs> the parsing, all that does is um, it just if makes the disk storage more efficient. And then ballooning, it will just automatically resize as it needs to. Obviously, there'll be a cap if you start encroaching on your, you know, your disk space. Yeah. But yeah. It will do that automatically, so you don't have to reallocate your disk. Yeah, it'd be dope if down the road uh, they allow for games to be stored on external 
Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, it'd have to, they'd have to put some limitations. It'd have to be like a high-speed USB uh, drive or, you know, a, a really high read-write SD card because obviously yeah. you don't want to play games off of a off of a crummy drive. But it'd yeah. be cool if, like, you know, these some of these uh, Thunderbolt drives that we have that move data so fast. Yeah. Like, cool, I've got all my games on here. I'll plug this in and yeah. I don't have to worry about, like, oh, I can only download one game at a time on my 128-gig Chromebook because... Right. Some of these games are big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 50, yeah. put some gigs. account level DRM stuff in there. That way, you can verify that the games yeah. are, are either free or they belong to you or whatever. Well, they they awesome. figured out Steam in a container on a Chromebook. I'm sure they can figure yeah. out external. Yeah, storage. Google. <laughs> yeah, Google just rolled out their own new. They deprecated Widevine, and there's the yeah. new DRM stuff coming out. So I'm sure that they've got a grasp on how to yeah. do that. So. Yeah. So uh, the one thing we hinted at earlier, let's let's chat about it. So, yeah. Why not? It wasn't uh, on the list of things, yeah. but we're going to talk yeah, about who it. Cares? I'm putting myself on the hook. We're going to go get it. I'm going I'm to order it. Do it. Or well, we're going to reach out first. But if they don't oh, come okay. back, we're like, going to order. What are we talking about? Gabe's <laughs> like, ah, what are we doing <laughs> here? What's happening? We're going to give it away. No, <laughs> not giving it away. Um, we're going to use it. We're going to play with it. <laughs> so in real yes. is a company that uh, created AR glasses. I don't know. I want to say three, four years ago, they were at CES. There was only a handful of people that covered it, um, and they haven't been available in the States. Uh, but I've wanted to try them for years at this point. And did I don't, we, I don't did know we what go version to their booth on. and see mm-hmm. them? No, I've never touched them. I uh, think I'm thinking of, uh, I think it was Asus or someone else had AR glasses. There were a couple other ones. Year. They were a little yeah. derpy uh-huh. looking. Samsung honestly, had the AR ride. In dude, the, these uh, look uh, like sunglasses. Yeah. I mean, they're very small. Um, and they have one cable comes off a C cable and you hook it into whatever you want to use them for. Now, granted they have an, uh, an Android app, for instance, if you have a device that has, and it might work even without display port out, like through their app, they might be able to do this. I, I don't know. I've not messed with it. Uh, but the idea being you hook them into your phone and you've got quite a bit of an interface you can kind of mess with just with it by itself without having to kind of noodle around on your phone. But they're available now in the States, and it says uh, on the product page, like, it's, if your device supports DP out over USB Type-C, which is what Chromebooks do, uh, it's DisplayPort out. Um, it's pretty standard because um, they also, they they say, like, you can use this with your Nintendo Switch, and you can use this with all this. Well, they it, dis- it supports DisplayPort out. Right. Um, and so the idea being you can hook this into whatever, and you get, I want to say it's 120-inch, screen equivalent at X amount of feet away from you virtually, you know, just in space that is augmented reality. So you're not going to get a bunch of AR experiences with your Chromebook. It's that I don't think there's anything built in that would do that. I mean, there might be some web AR stuff that would work. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't really care about that. What I, I want it for is to slide these glasses on and that becomes my extended monitor. Cause that's how it will, how Chrome OS will see it. It's yeah, going to see absolutely. it as whatever the resolution it's rendering on this, this, "Quote unquote" screen that's in front of your face, uh, and the thing's three hundred and eighty bucks. So if it's usable, if it's a usable floating display, yeah, that would be really cool um, to get rid of a secondary monitor and just yeah. sit at your desk and and as Robbie pointed out earlier, and, to play GeForce Now, yeah, yeah, GeForce Now or other Chrome Whatever. games or what sort of like anything that you want to do. How, how does it adjust and and can you set brightness and stuff? Because I've seen some of these videos and it's hard to tell when it's on a video. It's like, impossible. Yeah. It's so how do you how do you set like brightness and how does it does it are they is everything other than your screen darkened basically or does it no it set the like, display out just in front of you just be out floating <gasps> like Minority Report so, so like I, you know and it's 
ideally, I'd have to read some, you know, read some reviews and stuff on this. But ideally, uh, I know with Lenovo has has some AR glasses that they they sell to Enterprise. Right. And the idea being, this is your second and third monitor. Like that's what this is for. Well, the idea being, it it's AR, so it can actually still track the room enough to keep your monitor in space. So if I set my monitor here, for instance, when I look over to you with these glasses on, the monitor's not following my, my viewport. Right. So it, I look at you and I can just see you. I look back over here, my monitor's still here in space. Gotcha. Uh, no different than AR would work on your phone or whatever. Like if, if I drop you know Yoda in on the 3D model or whatever and I put him over there on the floor, when I turn my phone over here, he stays He's, over there. He stays over there yep. in that space, uh, in, in rendered in 3D. So, uh, hopefully that's that's the case. Hopefully that's they've how. been working on this for years. So hopefully it's yeah. And and again, there it's it's meant to work with an app and all this kind of stuff. So using it just as a extended display, uh, I'm not I'm not sure how it works. That's why I want it. I want to see. Find out. I've wanted yeah. this for a long time, like to try some AR glasses and just hook them into a Chromebook and see, because if I can get an extended display without actually having a display, oh my God, can you imagine? Like you would be able to carry an extended display around with you in your bag. Like I know it looks super nerdy to pull this out. I don't know. They don't look that bad. Yeah. I don't know. You were sitting in the coffee shop, just staring off into the distance. You know, and you're not like reaching around. What's wrong with that guy? (laughs) But I mean, imagine like you plop your Chromebook kind of over here to the side as a secondary display and you project your, yeah, it's, it's a way more here. practical application than, you know, having something oh that you're gosh. interacting with out in front of you. You're actually just, you know, it's let me, let me pull like them said, up no quick. different than having your uh, external monitor right in front of your face wherever you go. Yeah. So I found them here. This is the, the listing on Amazon that I saw, uh, like a news report just saying, hey, look, you know, these things are available in the States. And I'm like, that doesn't look bad. No. Can I zoom? Nope. Amazon's like, I don't nope. Zoom. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you get no zoom. I didn't zoom. want to zoom. I didn't want to zoom anyway. So, it's, again, it's, you know, I don't know. I, I'm i probably idealizing these things and in real use. They might not be that great, but it looks really let's awesome. Let's just, let's set our expectations very low. That way we're can't. blown I wanna, away. I want to be excited. Oh. I'm about to read some reviews. Maybe there's some people that have had hands-on with it already. but Surely um, to goodness, as long as they've been working on these things. Yeah, the, so these are the Unreal AR, or Unreal Air. Air, yeah. yeah. Whatever that means. I don't know. Um, but it says with... I don't know that I've seen any with reviews or anything. I, I've seen like the stuff at CES, like hands-on. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's always been pretty pretty good. Everything that people said, like, no, this isn't the most amazing display you'll ever see. And like it's saying it's full HD at this massive size. So like you're still only getting 1080 pixels top to bottom. It doesn't matter how large the display is, but you know, if it's, if it's 120 inches, which is the equivalent of 10 feet. Um, and it's even from me to that wall back there, that's, I can see it. It's going to be clear to see. And so again, it becomes a second display that you can just put on your face and then for gaming. it'll be Can you adjust the focus on them? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I wear, what about people like me who wear glasses? It does, it does say something in there about prescription something. So there might be a a thing that you can sit over your glasses maybe. I don't know. See, that's, don't know. that gets real derpy though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to look pretty derpy. <laughs> now, if I could, if, <laughs> it's not quite Microsoft yeah. HoloLens. Yeah. I mean, if I could put my lenses, oh, my lenses cost a lot of money. I would, But seriously, if it worked that well to sure. I'm like, I'm all in, I'd go buy some more lenses and slap them in there. And put them in. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Get it and Order see if it. It's, see if it's worth getting. Uh, and then, you know, <clears> talk about it. We'll see and, if they uh, want to send us one. If uh, for 
some random reason somebody from this company is listening right now, yeah. send them over. Send them on over. <laughs> Got some emails. We're going to see the, what uh, it, It'll be a little bit if we have to order them for sure. If, if we get somebody to send them to us, we can hopefully get it in before uh, too long. But on Amazon right now, I think the lead time's a month. Ah. So Eesh. it'd be December before yeah. they'd even show up if we ordered them right now. So. Yeah. But so it'll be a little bit of time. But, I mean, it's way closer than back when I first saw them. Yeah. yeah. It's like, right. well, they're not even in the States. Like, I'd have to right. import them or something <laughs> to, right. to get them. So, uh, super interested because, again, <clears throat> Lenovo's, for instance, I've never tried them either, but they might be better. They're in their second generation of their enterprise version of this, but they're like three grand. Um, so, yeah. it's a tenth of the price yeah. and much smaller. Um, so, I mean, if they, again, if they work, like the idea of being able to put, a, a mobile second monitor in your pocket and then you know some of the other things i mean imagine being on a plane yeah right <laughs> having a nice huge screen in front of you Boop. and sit back sit and watch back. your earbuds in and you're you're at the theater baby sit back and and relax That's the That's dream awesome. i remember seeing those things in like uh the sky mall <laughs> when i was a kid and i thought this is the height of luxury <laughs> it was a probably terrible experience but uh, if, if i would have had that i wouldn't have gotten sick on our flight back oh, from san diego had, i just like, would in, in my brain like if i could put goggles on and it's sit in front of this huge bright screen and hook it into my stuff like that i always wanted that yeah i really did and yeah um it's, it's the never, future yeah. it's the future apparently, apparently according to zuckerberg way way in the future yeah we're going to be living no, all in uh, ar and that. vr uh okay uh no. let's let's talk about a couple other quick things before we wrap up uh pixel buds pro uh 150 bucks yeah Is that yeah, right? it's, yeah. And it's still holding still holding uh, uh, and at that price, it just it, it changes the it's conversation. Nice. But you've a been bit. you've been gaming with them lately, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So that I latest mean, update fixed the the gaming lag. It's they're on par with any other. Yeah, I feel like they. There. I feel like they're they're worth and value of like they've merged one fifty yeah. with the fixes that they've made. Yeah, make yeah. them worth it. Absolutely. Yeah, because like the the earbuds that we kind of talked about in the video with them, like we, we did forty dollar earbuds against these, yeah. and like eh, you're getting a lot of the same stuff. Not the same fit and finish and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, be careful. You know, two hundred dollars versus forty bucks. It's that's a tough sell. Right. But you know, the the earbuds I ended up landing on from that video, for me, were a little bit nicer version of the right. the. They were those, like they were eighty, seventy bucks. or eighty. Yeah, right. And right. so it's like okay, eighty versus two hundred. Still, this is a lot cheaper, and I feel like it, they're more comfortable, and I get most of the stuff. But the pass through is not great. So there have been some times we've been playing Apex, for instance, in the office. And it's just me and Gabe, and we got a third person. And I'm like, I don't. It's weird, you know, chatting. He and I chatting in that chat in the in the game. Yeah, we've only ever, we've we've person. played with one person that we didn't know and that. It's like, hey, th this person was cool. Yeah, and they most, got most stuck, and it was weird. Yeah, most times it's weird. <laughs> and if we're in the same room, it's like, cool. I'll put on transparency mode. We can we can talk talk right yeah. here. We're like, hey, do you need this? Do I? You know, whatever. And the the um. I can always forget the name of them. Life, life three, life. Um, yeah, there you go. Anchor Soundcore, Soundcore, life, life four, three, P three, P three. I don't know, whatever. V three, uh, they, they are comfortable earbuds. They sound good. I think the noise cancellation is very good. All those things are great. Um, I still, I still use them, but the pass through is not great. Right. Um, and in in game, I have a hard time hearing outside. Like it's like a fifty percent pass through. It's enough that right. you could hear what someone's saying but it's not great like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't do a good it's job like enough to keep you from it. getting hit by a car if you're jogging right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you put an airpods pro or pixel buds pro and you turn on that transparency and it's, it's like they're not there yeah like it's really well done. i think the pixel buds pro are better than the airpods the, pro the, should, the, I, the transparency. should i swap yeah. my airpods for some pixel buds i 
for that purpose, if that's like the most important thing to you, yeah. I oh, the passer, no. Uh, the passer so. is amazing on this. Um, you know, I, I still think the Pixel Buds or the AirPods Pro are more comfortable. But that's the I prefer the hundred percent yeah. subjective. Yeah, that's so. that's not worth. Any, no. The only time I ever had an issue with the Pixel Buds Pro was when I wore them for two hours. Yeah, I, I had will. Them in the other day for I had them on for gaming, and then I kept them in and wrote an article. So I had them in for probably a solid two and a half hours, and I did pretty well with them. Yeah. So I think if they would have done five sizes on the ear tips, I'd be perfect. I'm. I was, my left ear's in between. So I, I think that was my issue. Is and, I just had a little ear fatigue because yeah. I think I need an in between size yeah. on my and left I ear. I looked everywhere and don't don't think that you're going to find anyone. Mm-hmm that makes a third party because i could not find them but i will admit the the airpods uh, so i got a that's the first gen ones right mm-hmm. that we got AirPods so we got pro. some airpods pro and i'm really digging them i'm still not a fan of the sticks but they're great but i still think i would like the pixel buds because they're pixel and because of the way that you know there's very little you Just, can do with the airpods pro oh yeah it's straight you know, up it's they're connected and, and that you and know noise canceling on and off and playing pause and that's, yeah that's, so, that's what you get the, uh, the one thing i miss is and i know this is a very small thing but the assistant yep. being able to sit and hold and, and do the assistant um a lot swipe, of times whenever i'm walking volume controls are so good too yeah and the swipe volume is, is fantastic Just all the tap anything you do touching the earbuds pixel buds pro are Excellent. Yeah, like around the house, I would put them in, you know, listen to a podcast or something and just sit and hold, hey, hey, G, play whatever, or just, right. didn't have to say, hey, G, just hold it and say what right. I wanted to listen to and boom, it's good to go. But I got so some I Google Store up. credits the other day, so now I'm like... You got Google Store uh, credits? They yeah, hand out, they hand yeah. out credits? They hand them out <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, so if you are a Pixel 7, I think it, it, I don't, I guess it's just for Pixel 7 owners. I'm not sure. Yeah, anyways, I got an email uh, from Google store saying, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Share the love. If you give this promo code, we wrote it up. Joanna wrote it up. Mike. I think so. Yeah. So you get a promo code. So you share it with a friend. They buy a six, a, uh, anything from a six a, or a seven or seven pro. They get a hundred dollar credit and you get a hundred dollar credit nice. and yeah. you can do it up to 10 times. Wow. That's a thousand dollars. Why was this? Yeah. That's Blouses. 10 big ones. <laughs> Did you put your code in the article? No, I didn't I didn't write no, I didn't write the article. I didn't write the article. I Joanna's actually like, should have. Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, it should so have. So, I not? shared I shared it with the people in our Patreon community not for that purpose, but to just I a lot of the people in our Patreon community have Pixel 7s already. I just to hey, look, I got this email, guys, check out the email. Well, one of our uh patrons not long after was like, "Hey, I went ahead and ordered the 6A for me and my wife. I used your code." <laughs> well, I got an email today saying, "Hey, congratulations on your credit. Here's a new code." So, I'm assuming they oh, issue okay. you yeah, a yeah, new yeah. promo code each time. That's smart. So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh speaking of the uh Pixel 7, there were some sales uh numbers that came out. Yeah, so uh, in the earnings call, so the Q3 earnings mm-hmm. call from Google uh, slash Alphabet, uh, mm-hmm. Sundar just, it was kind of a one-liner, but he said uh, on the back of the Pixel 7, they had their best week ever of Pixel sales. Yes! Um, which is cool. Uh, it's it, awesome. It, take it in context, obviously. Yeah. You know, Pixel It's not iPhone compared, numbers. <laughs> or Samsung numbers. Yeah, it's or not. Samsung numbers. <laughs> uh, but I would say, I bet after this quarter, uh, I look back at that article where they had moved up into the number five brand in the United States, uh, and the next one in front of them, Lenovo or no, M- Lenovo is in third. Motorola, they're the same same company. There's somebody else. I they listen. So. Uh, TCL, TCL. Which oh, is crazy really? Yeah, I, that's whatever. I'm guessing TCL whitelists or Probably. white label. 
Yeah, I just thought phones. there were TVs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, they make a lot of phones, and like they make. I mean, they CES sponsor little, CES, so they'll yeah. do, and they'll do like here's our foldable phone, but yeah. you never see it. But it like bet, some of these, some of these, I bet uh, some like, of those carrier brands yeah. are TCL phones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, the the margin between where Google was and even TCL and Lenovo, well, Lenovo, Motorola had like a ten percent share, I think. Uh, Google is like one or two, and yeah. TCL is like three. They can move into the four spot easily. Yeah, but I bet you they're they'll be way closer to that third spot by yeah. the, by the end of this quarter uh, after the holiday sales of uh, Pixel Seven. And anecdotally, uh, I couldn't find where I saw this. I had a it was, I saw a conversation with someone. I thought it was in our Patreon, but I looked and I could not find it. Robbie dreamt it. Yeah. So he's, it was a real conversation. Somebody that in Google inbox. <laughs> what he dreams somebody, about. Somebody said, you know, I have a friend who works at a distribution, like a, a UPS distribution. Oh, place. really? And they were trying to figure out what had come in and filled up their warehouse, basically, and they couldn't figure out what the thing was. Um, they said it came from, you know, it was definitely a Google thing, and there were smaller boxes. And it was like our whole inventory. And he's like, I've never once seen anything come in and, and have that volume move through our distribution warehouse. That's good. And so it was like, that was cool to hear. That was within the first week or two of, of the release. And it was like, wow, that means, I mean, the orders are, are high. Yeah. So I would almost guarantee you by the end of quarter four, when they have their call and they say, you know, we've had good numbers or whatever, the Pixel 7, the 6A and the 7, 7 Pro are going to, do really really well this year that's awesome um and so yeah it was just a short thing to say they 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 did have their best week ever in sales and the pixel 6 and 6 pro did a lot for that like they really moved the bar forward they were the best selling pixels ever they had their best uh quarter in quarter four because of the pixel 6 so it they're making the right steps you know you don't you don't conquer this whole thing in in a single iteration of phones like and and to me i feel like pixel one two three and four uh, we're kind of just like, yeah, we're just kind of feeling yep. stuff out. Let's see what we can do, yep. what we can get away with, and all that stuff. And then COVID and Pixel 5 weirdness and all that stuff. And it's like Pixel 6 was the first real swing they took. Yep. Right. And I think they did pretty good. And yep. the 7 is a great iteration of that. And I think they cleaned up a lot of stuff they needed to fix. And this has been a fantastic phone experience. It really yeah. has so far. Um, and I think they're going to sell a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, price is great yeah and so it's just one step at a time and so yeah. you know don't don't try to make these big moves moving forward it's time to take this formula and just keep making it better right you know we can we can bag on apple all we want about you know that phone looks exactly like the phone before it but apple has learned how to iterate in right. a way that allows them to <clears throat> kind of fine-tune these things and just make the experience better and better and better and better do they make too many phones? Probably. What um, is uh, what is the uh, floating island on the Pixel going to be called? If Apple has Dynamic Island, what is what's the Pixel one going to be called? Uh, Paradise Island. <laughs> what's another word? For, is there another word for island? Par- landmass. Paradise. It's a landmass. I like landmass. Let's stick with landmass. Paradise landmass. Par- <laughs> Paradise landmass. No, they have it connected just slightly at the it's top. It's a Paradise so it's Peninsula. It's Peninsula. Peninsula. <laughs> It's the wonderful Acapella. Peninsula. It's the Yucatan Peninsula. It's the pretty. It's a pretty good peninsula. Yeah, yeah. They'll do something named like that. Uh, I'm just please, ready for the Pixel Eight rumors. Please, yeah, I'm ready for the Pixel. Where, where, where are the Pixel Eight rumors? I know. I'm ready so, for Prosser to come seen, out with. 
Here's the so, Pixel 8. Here's the Pixel 8 full render. Yeah, it's time. I mean, yeah, we time. we still have like the Fold and the Pixel 7 Pro Plus uh, Ultra. Ultra. All yeah. those before we get to the 8. That's right. There's supposed to be a smaller Pixel too. But that too. I'm yeah. super excited about the the foldable's coming. Yeah. Like what was the article I said the 7A is like supposed to be better than the 7. I was like it's uh, going to be good. There's, it there's is. Some, it's going to be solid. Yeah. It's going to be a solid offering, which tells me if they're going to do that, if that's the case, the eight is going to be a, a step, right. a big step yeah, forward. It, should, it won't yeah, be an it iterative. Be. It, yeah. it should be a step. So yeah. that'll be cool. Maybe, to see. maybe, maybe similar in design. Maybe you know. Yeah, I think I, I hope they keep the. They're going to they keep, keep the visor. I think that's their design. I but think they've it'll owned be, that enough. Be a big processor upgrade. Hopefully, that, I don't know that they can go away from it. Oh, yeah, I don't no, care how much they I want to, not. even if they do want to it's, down the road. I love you it. You can't go away from it now because you've created an iconic enough look. That no one's going to go try to copy now, right? And so you know, yeah, because I still they need to keep it. They the, need to the keep Nexus it. was still my mm-hmm. the six P was still is still was that the Huawei it. the one that yeah, had the, the visor like that? Yeah, phone uh, up until this one. So I, I what lo- size I, I, was that phone? Six, like probably six point three, two, six point four, six three. Okay, yeah. so it was big. I think for I its have age. it somewhere. Right. I mean, I still. I think so. Ooh, really? Let's go look. It was well made. We traded ours on our LGs that we got, and then we made the move from that to OnePlus. But I still have my six on my nightstand, and I like it. But I liked the Nexus 6P better than I like my six. But this is hands down my favorite Google phone ever. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's it's, it's been a. I really it's enjoyed. been great. It, it brought me over to the pro side. So it does all the stuff I would need it to do. I've been really yeah. enjoying it. It's a it's a great phone. Yeah. Uh, we need to make some other content around it. Come up yeah. with some come up with some creative things. We have Chromebooks floating around. Have we got to take that, care of. Seen, yep. I don't remember maybe what, some short content. What case yeah. company it is? But they've they've got a ad running all over Facebook where they're on the roof of Google. They're like, we're throwing this phone off the roof of Google, and they throw it. But the guy standing there where it lands, it lands in the mulch. And I'm like, huh. really? <laughs> Seriously? Still, that's like, so pretty. Because it looks like it's going to land on the sidewalk. <laughs> but it's like, we should throw one off the roof of Google. Sure. Or a great idea. the roof Going of Kenny's of office. Or the or roof of, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, around the corner where we threw mine. off the Chromebook. Not mine. Uh, all right. I think that's it for, for this week. We appreciate you all tuning in and watching and listening. If you are watching, <clears> make sure to give us a thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe and click the notification bell icon helps with the algorithm and you get a you get an update when we publish a new episode yeah. i mean what more what more do you want and make sure to enter both of our giveaways we'll make sure to link both of them we've got uh we've we're giving away an hp chromebook x360 13b with companio 1200 inside for Man, free this guy, you know you gotta do is like go, an expert i know oh, i'm getting these names look. down boys it only took me four years <laughs> and we're also Trying to give away uh, a Lenovo Chromebook Duet 3 and some other goodies uh, when we hit 6,000 subs. Yeah, help us help just, you. Help, just help oh, us help yeah, you. We're trying to give you some stuff. Just just go just go click the click the click the stuff down there. Yeah. Easy peasy. Okay. We appreciate it. That's it for this one. We'll catch you all next week. See ya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.